1: And I'm David Gura. Listen to the big take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the New York City Cast with Will Hill, presented by Bet Rivers.
2: Welcome to the New York City Cast, presented by Bet Rivers Sportsbook. A busy football Friday show for you today. Ryan Rostin and I will go through all the wild card games, give you some picks. I think we got a pick for you on every game we, we go in uh into these games uh pretty in depth we go through sides totals teaser options uh so some long shot futures so uh, i think we give you some good info and, and hopefully as usual we give you some winners just wanted to start with the giants their press conference on wednesday uh john mara spoke to the media you know he really said a lot of things we talk about every day with this show which is uh in terms of judge It just didn't make a lot of sense to bring him back with a new GM. If you're going to bring in a new GM, might as well just uh, start with a clean slate, have the GM bring in his own guy. So he said uh, that was definitely a factor. He had mentioned, you know, these last couple of weeks, everything we talked about with the 11-minute press conference after the Bears game, uh, the QB sneaks against Washington, that being, uh, you know, I don't want to – misquote him but you know what he said it was an issue he he said he'd been embarrassed he'd never been more embarrassed uh than he has been this season specifically the last couple of months Uh, he did push back on the idea that his family's too involved which has been uh, a criticism i think a valid criticism but then he goes on to say his brother chris you know has input on personnel and he's been sitting in on the gm meeting so Still not a great sign if you're a Giants fan, you know what, you you kind of want the family to stay out of the way. You kind of want them to hire somebody who knows what they're doing in terms of a GM, bring in a good coach, and let them run the show. So uh, I'm not sure that's going to be the case. He he did go into, you know, the Gettleman hiring. He said that was probably rushed. He said this time they're going to be more thorough. Uh, I hadn't realized, but I guess when they hired Gettleman, they only interviewed four people it was three people within the giants organization and lewis riddick so it wasn't a very thorough search it was kind of rushed he said this time this go around they're going to take their time with it uh you know be more thorough in terms of a gm in terms of a coach and, and try to get this right he said you know what we are going to get this right we're going to do this the right way so uh that's the giant situation he did mention a couple things that were interesting he he mentioned jones and barkley they're kind of the faces of the franchise right now you know they've been there a while. They're three four years they're high draft picks in the past he said he wants barkley to be a giant for life he's been very uh firm in his support for jones he was not as committal uh, if you heard him on wednesday he said when asked about jones when asked about barkley he said you know what we're going to bring in a gm and he's going to make those decisions so uh he's saying all the right things for the most part again you don't like the idea that the the family's involved the brother's involved you kind of want somebody who knows what they're doing give him the keys and and let him drive the car Uh, but but he did say some interesting things there in in terms of Judge. I really think, I mean, to really simplify this, if Judge just kept his mouth shut, I, I think he would have kept the job. I don't think they wanted to fire him. You get the sense they didn't want to fire him. They just, you know, they had their hands tied. They became such an embarrassment the last two weeks, starting with, you know, not only these games where you throw for basically 80 yards. I mean, Fromm had a start where he throws you know, 17 attempts for 25 yards. I think he would have lived through all that because, to be fair to Judge, he got he got a bad hand here. I don't know that anybody would have been competitive with the quarterback situation he was dealt. But again, it, it just made it untenable when Judge started mouthing off in the bizarre 11-minute press conference. I think that 11 minutes sunk him. I think that 11 minutes... I think without that, he'd probably be back. I think that became... Uh, such a laughing stock, such a, I mean, look, nobody wants to be, you know, the butt of the joke, whether you're uh, in middle school, whether you're uh, an NFL organization, nobody wants to be uh, the kid that everyone's pointing and laugh at. And that's what the Giants have been the last couple weeks. I mean, as bad as they've been on the field, uh, you could just kind of go quietly. Look, the Jets have been bad. You can kind of be bad and and, and do it quietly. Uh, The Giants have not. The Giants have been uh, the butt of everyone's jokes with the QB sneaks, with the Joe Judge press conferences and you know they made it really easy for the giants to say you know what we kind of we kind of have to move on here you kind of forced our hand. so uh that's the giant situation they'll get a coach get a quarter uh gm then a coach Uh, again some of these candidates we'll get some guests on i think we'll have lombardi on next week to go through some of these candidates i mean look nobody listening to this has any idea uh this bill's assistant gm this the 49ers assistant gm uh the cardinals adrian wilson the vp of personnel i mean we, we know he was a great safety for Arizona, but in terms of them running a team, none of us really know. So we'll try to get some help with that. Uh, in terms of a coach, I'm sure Flores will be the guy on, on the top of everyone's list. But look, there's a lot of openings now. I mean, the Texans just fired their coach. Uh, there's going to be at least six or seven of these openings. So Flores can't coach all these teams. So uh, be interested to see what other candidates pop up for the Giants. You know, Peterson's out there. Dave Ball, the offensive coordinator for the Bills. Uh, I mean, you know, the usual suspects. Eric Bieniemy, the Chiefs offensive coordinator. Kevin Moore, the Cowboys offensive coordinator. So Giants get, Giants hit the reset button. I mean, they get a new GM, a new coach, got a bunch of draft picks, a bunch of high picks, five picks in the top 80, two picks in the top seven. You no, know, It's not a great draft class. It's not a year where you can get that uh, that lockdown, that, that franchise quarterback. You don't think. You never know with these things. I mean, look, Prescott went in the fourth round. Russell Wilson went in the third round. Mahomes was off the radar. Nobody was talking about Patrick Mahomes being, uh, you know, the, the next franchise guy. He gets picked 10th, and that was a reach at 10th, and he ends up being – uh, you know, already won MVP. He's already won Super Bowl MVP. He's going to be, looks like, on his way to be one of the great players of all time. So you never know with quarterbacks. None of us are really good at, at identifying, you know, who's going to be what, including the guys that run the team. So uh, that's the giant scenario. They, they start fresh. Mara said some things on Wednesday you like, said some things that make you nervous in terms of, hey, my, my family's not involved, but my brother, you know, he's involved in the GM meetings and he, he's got a say in personnel. So uh, for the most part, you know he took accountability said he's been embarrassed said it was time to start clean said he was going to get it right so uh that's the giant scenario we'll, we'll keep an eye on that as we go forward but let's get into the wild card games uh Ryan Rosteni and I we, we go through all these we give you a pick we start tomorrow uh Cincinnati and Vegas at 4:30 we got six of these games two tomorrow three Sunday and one on Monday so let's get into it
1: all right so let's have some fun let's get into it will hill is here we're doing our uh our weekly crossover episode for both the Philadelphia City Cast and the New York City Cast. Uh, so here we are, baby. Finally, you know, I said a couple of days ago that this week was going a little bit too slow, but all right, we're 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 at Friday, so we're uh, we're on the eve of Super Wild Card Weekend. All starts tomorrow at 4.30 Eastern. You, you ready to rock, Will? we Are going to make some money this weekend or what?
2: One of the great weekends of the year. And, you know, it's kind of sad. It's bittersweet once the regular season ends because there's nothing like a football Sunday where you have all the games. You have the red zone. You watch a million games at once. You, know, you have your fantasy team. It, it makes your head spin with all the games on in that early window. But uh, playoffs are a lot of fun, too. You know, the games, the stakes are raised. It's only one game at a time. But uh, we can kind of hone in on, on these games and find some angles and make some money. So let's get after it.
1: Yeah, let's uh let's get it. Um and we'll we'll look at movement here where whether it's in the spread, the total, whatever it may be. There hasn't been a lot of movement because man, these these prices, uh these these numbers here have been uh pretty sharp, pretty spot on right right from the jump for the most part. Um let's just start with Raiders Bengals, right? Tomorrow Saturday 4:30 p.m. Eastern Time. This line, at least at Bet Rivers here in PA, it has not moved. Uh, an an inch from when it first came out at five and a half. The Bengals at home will five and a half point favorites. The total uh, settled in at 48 and a half. Uh, you can start us off here with your thoughts.
0: Yeah, I think there were some six, six six and halfs earlier. Again, that was probably too high. Uh, I lean Raiders here. I actually bet the Raiders it's more than a lean. I just think you look at the first matchup. They did play week 11 in Vegas. It was 32-13. You think all oh, the Bengals blew them out. Well, not really. Bengals average four yards per play. Raiders average six yards per play. Kind of a misleading uh, final score. It was a three-point game late, and the game got away from, from Vegas. Uh, a couple things. This is still a Bengals team. They lost to the Jets. I mean, they got carved up by Mike White. They lost by 25 at home to the Browns. Uh, they, they were down 14 up in second half at home to Jacksonville. Remember that Thursday night game uh, early in the year? This is still not a great team. They're on the rise. They're dangerous. Look, they could beat anybody, but they could also lose to anybody. I just can't get to this number five and a half. So I like the Raiders. Uh, another interesting angle, I'm curious what you think of this. Under 24 first half. Um, it's good, supposed to be bitter cold, you know, mid-20s, I think. Cold weather that's going to affect the passing game. And, uh, first playoff game for Burrow, first playoff game for Carr, first playoff game for both coaches. You figure maybe there's a little feeling out process early that will look conservative. Either guy you know, wants to lose it early. They, they take a few less chances. So... Under 24 first half, he's also worth uh, worth a look for me. Do you have any thoughts on this game?
1: Yeah, I I, I like the uh, Raiders with the points here. And uh, <laughs> it's tough because I do like the Bengals as a sleeper team to possibly win a couple playoff games here and get a little bit further than maybe the average person is anticipating. Um but I, I, I like this to be a close game. I certainly could see the Raiders potentially winning in a close battle. Uh, if not, I see the Bengals winning by, by a field goal in probably a lower-scoring game. I think you bring up a good point. Uh, possible weather issues, possible jitters, possible teams that don't um, necessarily – rip the top off you I mean the Bengals have that potential but uh for that first half number I I like where your head's at on the under um I like the uh, I like the under on the game but I'm certainly rocking with the Raiders with uh with the points I'll take the Raiders plus five and a half
0: you sold me let's do it we can move on I I think we both agree Raiders I think it'll probably be a lower scoring game Bengals probably win so yeah we're kind of lockstep in this one how about how about uh Bills Patriots Bills minus four I don't know the total in front of me. It is 44. 44. Yeah, I think that's built in with the weather because they're expecting you know bad weather weather in uh, single digits. I, I think yep. that's baked into the number. So that that's still a pretty low total. Bills minus four. Uh, I'll let you start here. What do you like in this one?
1: Yeah, I like the Bills, and, and this is a little bit of a spoiler here for where my picks could potentially be going. But this is really the only favorite that I'm relatively confident on where I'm I'm making the pick to. To lay the points in any of these wild card games, for the most part, uh, we'll get to the other ones here, obviously as we progress. But I, I like the Bills in this spot. I think they've certainly had, or I know they've had a roller coaster ride of a season. Uh, maybe underachieved to uh, a lot of people's standards. Certainly, Bills organization and their and their fans underachieved throughout the year. But they're here. They have a home playoff game. The weather certainly in their favor. We know Bills Mafia is going to be absolutely bonkers. Uh, and the Patriots have had a nice year. Mac Jones. An even better one, but he's still a rookie. I still question his ability to throw this team back from any type of deficit, especially in a road playoff game. Uh, and and I expect the Bills to win and cover at home. Uh, the total I'm probably staying away from just because I don't have a strong feel. 44 seems, a, seems like it's honestly spot on. Um, I'll probably just stick with laying the four on the Bills.
0: Yeah, it's, it's probably boring to listen to us agree on everything, but I'm with you. I bet the Bills minus four. Uh, I just think they are they can get to another level that the Patriots can't quite get to. Uh, they both won on the other team's home field. But again, that first game, that Monday night game with the win, I don't know how indicative that was of anything that was such an unusual circumstance. Uh, I just think the Bills with Allen's legs, and that might be another prop to look at here. I think in high leverage spots, Allen's rushing yards uh, over might be a good bet. I think 38.5, 39.5, something like that. That might be a good bet. but. I I think the Bills get them by a touchdown or so. I just think they have more firepower. So uh, I'm with you. I like the Bills. Patriots had a good year to get here. Uh, I don't know that they have that extra gear that the Bills have. And and the Patriots really haven't beaten anybody. I mean, the Jets a couple times, the Texans, Carolina with Darnold. uh, Atlanta, that Thursday night game with Patterson and Ridley out. I mean, go down the line, they beat Jacksonville. They got swept by Miami. It's really not that impressive of a resume here uh, for the Patriots. Even that Titans win, that the Titans didn't really have any of their players. So uh, I just like the Bills. I think they have a different gear to get to. And look, I wouldn't be shocked if the Bills are playing in the Super Bowl here. Bills are really good.
1: Yeah, I agree. All right, let's let's just stay on track. Uh, we'll, we'll go right to Eagles Bucks. Why not? Sunday, 1 p.m. Now there has been some movement here. I woke up this morning, Will, uh, and this is now moved to nine uh, at Bet Rivers in PA. Eight and a half is where it was for majority of the week, uh, but now we're at nine. Tampa Bay laying nine, and the total. Uh, there's there's been some serious movement on the total. I talked about this earlier in the week. It was at 49. I love the under 49. Now we're at 45 and a half. Uh, 20 to 30 mile an hour uh, projected wind gusts, as well as uh, strong chance of rain. So that's certainly been a big factor uh, in the total moving and the the bets that have been coming in on the under for the total. Now I, I'm rocking with the Eagles here plus nine, uh, especially if you take it up an extra half point here. I'll take it at an even nine. I, I I see this game being closer than some anticipate. And heck, even if it's not close, I think you certainly have uh, backdoor cover potential if it's you know a 15, 16-point game late, whatever it may be. Eagles tack on some meaningless points to, to get the late cover. Uh, and if not, I, I see a closer game. I think the Eagles are going to keep it really simple. Nick Sirianni talked about that this week. Fundamentals are uh, amplified in the playoffs. I think they're just going to, Ride on what they do best. You just need to figure out a way to win a game. Jalen Hurts in a big spot. My worry is the Eagles come out slow, and he has a mistake or two early. If that's the case, Eagles may not cover this one. But I'm banking on Jalen and the Eagles to take care of the football, to do what they do best. Uh, And if that's the case, I think it's enough for them to cover this nine-point number.
0: Yeah, I think the under's a good play. We've seen it get bet. I can understand that. Bad weather, rain, heavy winds. Again, you're looking at the situation. Sirianni's first playoff game as a coach. Hurts' first playoff game as a quarterback. Maybe you're a little conservative early. That all plays to the under. Uh, I teased the Bucks. I got an 8.5 down to 2.5. So you go through the 7, go through the 3. As far as the spread, I can go either way. I will, I'll leave Tampa here. I just think uh, bad weather. Brady, controlled passing game. You know, he can take those 6- to 8-yard passes all day. Uh, Eagles don't defend tight ends that well. I think it could be a good day for Gronkowski. Uh, going to my head here, I think the Bucks do win the game by 10 points plus. Uh, Not a strong field. Not sure if I'm going to bet it. I think the Bucks is a teaser leg Uh, is a good option. It's not a great teaser week. It's not a lot of lines that, you know, one or two where you can tease through the seven. There's not a lot of uh, great teaser partners here. You know, maybe if you're convinced Cincy's going to win, you can tease uh, Cincy with Tampa. But again, you don't want to tease through zero now with that line at five and a half or so. So um, I'll lean Bucks here. Uh, My strongest bet here would be the under. I think some Gronk props. Uh, are probably worth a look, a look here just because the Eagles have struggled to defend tight end. So I would expect the Bucks to march on.
1: Uh, player props, just because they're out now. Uh, we don't have to dive too much too deep into them, but I do like the over for Jalen Hurts rushing. That's a prop for at 1.89 weeks. Consistently, I was taking the over and I was hitting it uh, at a pretty good rate. Cooled off a little bit down the stretch. He had that ankle injury. He was out for the Jets game and uh, just some steam kind of went off of that. But uh, if everything that I said with my pick is even holds a little bit true, I think Jalen's going to be able to get over his rushing yards total, which is at 49 and a half. Uh, I think he can finish closer to 70, 75. So Jalen Hurts over rushing uh, is, is a player prop that I like in this one.
2: Yeah,
0: you're probably onto something there, especially bad weather. You know, the one thing that winds, rain, they can't affect. Look, you just tuck it and run for seven, eight yards. Those add up. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I'm not dying to bet the others. So, I think, you know, over 49, probably a good bet there for Hurts. All
1: right, let's go to the 4.30 p.m. Eastern time Sunday matchup. 49ers and Cowboys. San Francisco going down to Dallas uh this line was at three for a little while it's now at three and a half at Bet rivers cowboys the home favorite the total uh at 51 which at the moment at Bet rivers is the highest number uh for the total on the board for nfc or nfl wildcard weekend so uh, i'll give my quick pick and we can kind of discuss it but i i think we're on the same page here and the whole world's on the same page I'm, i'm going 49ers plus the three and a half. And I'm sure 49ers' money line isn't a terrible option for some as well, Will.
0: Yeah, that three and a half is interesting. I think if you like the 49ers and you see a three and a half, you get it because I don't know if it's going to be there by game time. Obviously, three is the key number in the NFL. More games laid on three than any other number. So that is not just up key numbers. That's that's the key number. Uh, I like San Francisco. The whole world is on San Francisco, which makes me nervous. I think both teams will be able to operate their offense. San Fran doesn't defend the, the deep pass well. Dallas will be able to exploit that. Dallas doesn't defend the run well, so maybe San Fran can, can really move the ball up and down the field. I think it's kind of last team with the ball wins. Uh, I think it's a coin flip game. So look, if you get a coin flip game, you take the points. Uh, this is a great game. I think this is a game of the weekend. You know, four thirty on Sunday. This is a this is a throwback to the '90s. These teams used to play every game every, every year in the playoffs. So this is a fun game. The uniforms, the history. I'm excited for it. And if we get a Garoppolo and Forty ers win. And Tampa win. It's Tampa and Brady versus Garoppolo in the 49ers next week. So that'll be a lot of fun. I, I kind of lean towards the 49ers here winning the game. I'll definitely take the three, and three and a half. Uh, I just think you look at Dallas, the second half of the year, ever since Dak got hurt and came back and they got killed by the Broncos, uh, they really don't have that you know, impressive streak of wins. I mean, they beat up on the Eagles' backups. Uh, they yeah. beat up on the Giants. They beat up on you know, Washington, who was coming off COVID a couple times. They're really not uh, that impressive. You know, two, three-week stretch here where they, you know, they, they said, all right, this team is a Super Bowl contender. I mean, they lost to Arizona. Arizona hasn't beaten anybody the last six weeks, and they went into Dallas and won that game. So uh, I like San Francisco. I think this is the game of the day. I'm not opposed to an over either. I, I think this will be a, a fun game, a high-scoring game. Last team
2: with the ball, giving the 49ers.
1: Mike McCarthy is another reason why I don't good feel point. good about Dallas. Good point. Shanahan
2: versus McCarthy in a big game. Now, Shanahan can
1: be a little overrated at times. But
2: Shanahan in a big game. Give me Shanahan. And San Francisco's good on the road. They're good as an underdog. You, know, you Some of their numbers is a favorite at home. That's a wine and cheese crowd in San Francisco. They don't play well as a home favorite. As a road dog, they've been money. So, yeah, that's a good point. Good job by you. That's uh, that's a good angle there, Shanahan versus McCarthy. I agree.
1: Yeah, I, I just don't – I I. I'm confident that he's going to do something or not do something that we're going to be talking about next week. Like, Mike McCarthy, again, what are you doing in this spot? You should have done this or you shouldn't have done that. Uh, it, it just seems like that's that's always the case with this dude. He just needs to stay out of his own way, uh, and I don't think he's going to be able to do that Sunday against the 49ers. We shall see, but coaching edge certainly in the San Francisco 49ers' favor. All right, let's go to Sunday night now, Sunday at 8.15 p.m., man this one where you just say how the heck did pittsburgh get here but hey they're they're here and this is most likely big ben's final game in the nfl hall of famer what a run uh but he is a shell of himself to put it very nicely at this point in his career the chiefs are the 12 and a half uh point home favorites the total at 46 i I don't (laughs) i don't know i i certainly can see a 38 to 6 final Right, like this is a game where uh, you and I talked about this off the air a little bit, where we sort of said the same thing. If I'm going to bet this, and let's be honest, recreationally or strongly, I'm probably going to put something on every game here this weekend. Uh, I- I'll probably put a very small number on the Steelers, just because you know I can see them stealing a possession, stealing six, fake punt, onside kick. Uh, I know I'm banking on a lot to happen there, but uh, I-, I don't say that with with relative confidence. How do you look at this game, Will? Yeah, I bet
0: the Chiefs' first half. Now, it went from minus seven to seven and a half. And again, you give giving out the under on Tampa uh, early in the week. I gave out KC minus seven early in the week. You got to listen to these podcasts every day. We give you some good info. So uh, that's moved from seven to seven and a half. That's big in the first half, and there's not that many possessions. I just think yeah. Kansas City will get a big lead. I, I think we've seen this script before where the Steelers, they fight back. You know, the, the Vikings game Thursday night, the Chargers game that Sunday night. The, the Steelers have a habit of coming back, and, and the Chiefs. Uh, you know, they, they kind of have the same pattern, too, where they get a big lead and they'll just take the foot off the gas. Let's say this is uh, you know, 31-14 late in the game. Chiefs have the ball. They'll probably just run it three times, punt. Steelers get a backdoor touchdown. Steelers cover. I could see that scenario. So I do think the Chiefs get a big lead, control the game. They can kind of name their score. But you know, having to play next week, I don't know that they're out to to win this game by 40 points, especially Hill banged up, Kelsey banged up. Uh, I do think the Chiefs win. This would be one of the great upsets of all time if the Steelers somehow win this game and advance to the second round. I don't see that happening. I think the Chiefs win uh, probably by double digits. I think it'll somewhere between you know 10 and 20 points. So I'm not dying to bet the full game. I would actually lay it with the Chiefs here just because uh, this is, to me, this is just such a mismatch. I mean, they played the day after Christmas. It was 30 to nothing at one point. Now, there was a few Pittsburgh turnovers in there, so uh, probably not going to be that lopsided again. But to me, this is... Uh, this is bringing a BB gun to a rifle range if you're the Steelers. I, I don't like this matchup for the Steelers. Uh, one prop I would look at, I don't know if it's up, Ben Roethlisberger over passing attempts. You just figure, you know what, the Chiefs are going to have a big lead. Uh, we've seen a lot of these stat lines with Roethlisberger, which, you know, 43 attempts for 100 uh, something yards. I mean, it happens, you know, time and time again. It happened last year again in the playoffs with the Browns, where you end up throwing the ball 40, 50 times. So, uh, Maybe chasing points, the Steelers have to throw the ball a lot. So Chiefs first half minus seven and maybe over uh, passing attempts for, for Roethlisberger is, is where I'm at.
1: Uh, I like where your head's at with that with that over passing attempts for Big Ben. All right, let's uh, go to the finale. Monday night, first time we get a Monday night wildcard weekend matchup. Uh, Cardinals and Rams. And this one has has uh, its version of storylines as well. The Rams, they have an opportunity, at least on paper, you look at them and say they have an opportunity to uh, win the whole damn thing. It's certainly be in the Super Bowl. They've been floundering down the stretch a little bit. Still getting wins, though. That's all that matters. Stafford throwing some pick sixes, looking shaky. They are still the four-point home favorite, uh, taking on a shaky Cardinals team that you just detailed a little bit a few minutes ago. The total at 49 and a half. Uh, will you start us off here? Yeah,
0: Arizona's lost their last five uh, home games. This one's in LA. LA doesn't have much of a home
1: field. Boy, it's really strange. I mean,
0: Stafford's just been a pick six machine the last month or so. That Viking game he tried to give away, the Raven game he tried to give away. Um, he was shaky at the end of the 49er game. To me, this is a toss up. Both teams won on the other's home field. So, uh, I just don't know how you pick this game. Sam, um, LA's won with McVeigh against Kingsbury nine out of the last 10. So McVeigh's really had Kingsbury's number the same way Shanahan has McVeigh's number. So it's kind of a rock, paper, scissors deal in the NFC West. Uh, I guess if you're just, you know what, you have to pick a side. I guess I'm just taking the points just because uh, either of these teams can win. They're so kind of evenly matched. Um, you know, they played twice. Obviously Arizona had 400 plus yards both games. They had like 919 yards of offense in the two games combined. So, uh, I guess, you know what, once Monday comes around, you're going to want some action on it. I guess it's kind of a coin flip game. Just take the points with Arizona. I don't love it. I don't love it. This is probably my least favorite game to bet all weekend. Uh, do you have any plays on that? I, I know you were kind of leading Arizona, I think.
1: Yeah, I've been fading Stafford here uh, down the stretch a little bit. For the most part, it's worked out. I'm just, I'm not sold on him. Uh, listen, he's a great player. Uh, seems like a great guy. I'm not Might necessarily be a hater. I just, I was never sold on the MVP talk earlier in the year. Uh, and, and certainly his play down the stretch doesn't leave me with much confidence. I see this game coming down to a field goal as well. I like the over. I think it's going to be a lot of points being scored here on both sides of the ball. Uh, and, and whether it's a, a three point win for the Rams or a three point win for the Cardinals, I'm, I'm taking the four and I'm, I'm going against Stafford here a little bit. I think it's a good, a good price for the Cardinals.
0: Yeah, and I think whenever the Rams season ends, you're gonna hear. Uh, you know, Stafford had surgery on this or that after the season because every time, if you watch him, every time he gets hit, every time he throws a pass, and he's shaking his arm, he's grabbing his leg. He does not seem like he's healthy, so that might be another angle here
1: uh, to play the Cardinals. All right, do we have any uh, you know futures topics that we want to get to? I know you had a couple things that that you highlighted. Do you want to get into those? Yeah, Bet Rivers has these exact Super Bowl matchups. I think I don't know if it's still listed at this price it was
0: either 55 to one 60 to one uh how about the bills 49 ers super bowl 60 to one if you just want to you know throw a pizza bet a little action again this could be over you could be out of this by saturday night and the patriots win but uh could give you some action throughout the playoffs it's basically like a 16 parlay with the bills and the 49ers um you know maybe you're better off playing it game by game with these teams but again you get in a situation where you do that and you start to chicken out at the end so Uh, I like the Bills and the 49ers at 60-1 to play in the Super Bowl. I think that's got a good shot at happening. I think it's really wide open. I think Green Bay has their flaws. Obviously, Tennessee is the one seed. They've been kind of an average team when you look at some of the advanced metrics. The Chiefs have had issues at times. All of these teams are flawed. It's pretty wide open. So, you know, why not roll the dice here on a long shot? Is there anything? Can we get a Super Bowl prediction out of you? you Anything you like?
1: Yeah, but real quick, so do you have – is it bills to beat the 49ers?
0: No, they just have to play. I think you can do it either way where exact result in the Super Bowl or you can have just the matchup. I like just the matchup. And then,
1: you know, when it gets figured
0: out and have the money in my pocket, hopefully.
1: Yeah, I, I can't find that. I, I saw the bills to beat the 49ers at 100-1. to 1. Um but i i don't have the exact matchups in front of me but what can you,
0: you could play that and then look if you don't if you want to get there and you figure the bills will be favorite you just take the points with the 49ers and maybe hope for a middle you can hedge that's not bad 100 to 1 that's actually pretty good there for bet rivers
1: yeah absolutely um a couple a couple super bowl you know to win the super bowl um thoughts here I guess I can say I don't hate the 49ers at 12 to 1 you're getting some value if you take that now they win this game where does that price move uh, you also could always have the intent to, to flip that ticket on prop swap or what you decide to do with it uh, I also don't hate the Cardinals at 12 to 1 And then just to go through some of the other uh, prices here, Bucks are down to plus 350. The Rams are five to one. The Packers are plus 150. um, And then there's some others actually at the moment that are off the board. They don't have the full slate here of odds. But I, I do like the Bengals. Uh, I, I talked about that a little bit earlier. I think the AFC is just completely wide open. I mean, you have a number one seed that's not even getting talked about as a legitimate Super Bowl contender in the Tennessee Titans. Uh, and I can see a lot of different scenarios playing out in the AFC. It seems like it's the Chiefs conference to to win or lose here uh, with the Titans obviously getting a slight advantage with the one seed. But I like the Bengals as a, a little bit of a sleeper pick out of the AFC.
0: That'd be fun. I mean, Burrow, uh, Mixon, Chase, that'd be a hell of a lot of fun. I feel like they're a year early. I don't know about their defense, their offensive line, but look, like we said, all these teams are flawed. They had some great wins. I mean, that Chiefs wins a great win. Uh they yeah. beat up on the Ravens. Remember they beat the Ravens by twenty four points back when the Ravens, you know, were were somewhat healthy with Lamar, and the defense. So uh, yeah. the Bengals are coming. The Bengals are gonna be around for a long time. They got the coach, the quarterback, the running. They're almost like, you know, a young Colts team from the mid two thousands when when you had uh, Reggie Wayne and Peyton Manning and Edger James, they're they're loaded. They're pretty loaded. They've had some good drafts. Even, you know, the secondary guys with Boyd and Higgins and the tight end's pretty good. So, uh, Bengals will be fun to watch. It's fun to have some new blood. I mean, they haven't won a playoff game in 30-something years. So, I'd be rooting for them. I, I think they'll get by the Raiders tomorrow. I think they'll be a little tight early. And then it sets it up. Look, if they go to Tennessee, anyone can win in Tennessee. That's not, you know, some some unbeatable team. So, yep, uh, these playoff matches are fun. I kind of wish the Colts and the Chargers were in. I think that would give you seven teams that could legitimately all of them could come out of the AFC. I don't think the Raiders and the Steelers are realistic contenders. Uh, the Colts and the Chargers really gagging it up down the stretch with the Colts losing to the Jags and even the Chargers losing to that, that game to the Texans a few weeks ago. Uh, wow. That's a terrible loss. I mean, the Colts get all the hell for losing to the Jags. and might be so, but the Chargers losing to the Texans really cost them not not so much the Raiders game because look, if you beat the Texans, you beat the Broncos, they don't even have to play that last week. So wish, wish the Colts win, wish the Chargers win, but should be a hell of a playoffs. So I'm excited for it. It's just gonna be a lot of fun.
1: Can't wait. Weekend is essentially here. Friday, it all starts tomorrow. Saturday, uh, going all the way through to Monday night, finishing off with Cardinals, Rams. Uh, I can't wait. And hopefully, we provided some information uh, to help you make some some winning bets. Uh, and of course, do it all with BetRivers Sportsbook. Will it was uh it was fun as always, man. Appreciate it,
0: man. Should we give him a little recap here? I know we're both on the Raiders. We're on the 49ers. Yes. We're on the under the Bucks
1: eagles yeah.
0: uh we both like the bills you like what well, you like philly i'm i'm, I'm yes. staying away i'm finding something to tease i'll probably tease tampa with something I, I'm, I'm staying away from that game uh i'm on kc first half you like the steelers and yep. then you're on arizona i'll jump on you with Arizona. i'm sure i'll end up betting them plus three and a half plus four so
1: there we uh, go. those are the
0: picks let's get after it. let's make some money let's have a let's have a good weekend
1: Let's get it, man. We'll uh, we'll recap it next week, see where we were right. Hopefully we weren't wrong too much, and uh, we'll do it again for next weekend's matchups.
2: All right. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you to Ryan Rothstein. Uh, hopefully we found some winners for you, as usual. We will be back Monday to wrap up all the action. We'll get more into the Giants, GM search, coach search, all that. Uh, Knicks have had a couple of good wins recently. They traded for Cam Reddish. We'll probably touch on that for a minute. Uh, seems like that was a good move. You know, they got him basically for it looks like it's going to be two future seconds they gave up a one but that one is very heavily protected uh it only goes to the hawks if it's in like the 20s this year i think it's protected one through 18 so uh you buy low on a guy who's a good prospect he was teammates with zion so now you have you know that big three with duke with with zion barrett and reddish back in 2018 where they were all freshmen they're supposed to win a national title they end up didn't even make the final four uh you got two of those three so The big one is still out there with zion and i mean big literally because zion uh he's got to get on the court he's got to lose some weight get in some better shape but you're getting in a position now where maybe you can recruit zion Uh, again he's got to stay on the floor he's got to be healthy i mean john morant went second in that draft and morant's you know fourth or fifth favorite to win mvp zion we never even see him play but uh maybe that was part of the reason for for trading for reddish planting a seed but if not i mean the guy's shooting 38 percent from three he's a wing he's athletic so uh, pretty good move for the Knicks. Didn't give up a lot. Knicks are young now. Knicks got a lot of players, 23 and under. So when uh, we we'll back Monday, we'll talk Knicks. We'll talk Giants. We'll get into everything. We'll recap the NFL. Hope you guys have a good weekend. This is the New York City cast presented by Bett River Sportsbook.
0: MTV's official challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season
1: takes it to a whole new level.